Welcome to Destiny's Dead, the podcast, episode five. Uh, I just read this week at Bungie, which was a day early, which I kind of cryptically predicted without meaning to. It was weird. Uh, but it kind of happened that way, and I'm glad that it did because it got out a lot of questions that I wanted answered, and some I didn't realize I wanted answered. And even my first impressions on what it is that, that was said and how I feel about uh, these changes that are being uh, implemented. Okay? So they addressed right there in the... Um, in the TWAB, that there's a, a big change in the way they're doing uh, power level increases. And I'm not going to go into deep detail on it, but I do want to go over it briefly. Uh, but that'll be the last thing I talk about. We talk about Iron Banner and, and how they got things going. I want to tell you right now, Iron Banner 6v6, best thing that happened in Destiny 2 so far. In as much as, you know, the crucible aspect of things... So much fun. It was just like old times, getting a bunch of people from the clan together and having a great time. The pace of the game is great. Um, certainly there's there's weapon changes that coming that are going to make it even more fun, in my opinion. Uh, but I'm really definitely glad that it is there. They have been tossing down exotic previews uh, based off of the patch that's coming along with Season 3 and, of course, the Warmind expansion. Um, they look amazing so far. I've seen Graviton Lance... Uh, Skybinner's Oath, uh, the Rat King, which was like, holy shit. Um, and I think the first one we saw was Sturm and Dragon. And Sturm and Dragon was like, eh, it's pretty good. I mean, it's not bad. But I think they intentionally led with the weak one. <laughs> because what we ended up getting the last couple we saw today and yesterday, like, wow. Uh, they made the Rat King, which is an exotic sidearm, if you don't know. The perk is that it increases rate of fire with more people in proximity in your fire team. Well, they found out that people weren't getting the the most out of the perk because they couldn't pull the trigger fast enough. Like, they're like, fuck it, we'll make it full auto. And holy shit, it melts. Uh, so it looks really cool. And it really makes things look and feel very different. Um, so they also talked about the summit starting tomorrow and kind of said, hey, yeah, people are going to be recording some DLC stuff if they so wish. Uh, but we're mainly getting their feedback on other stuff we're doing moving forward. Uh, that's why they're here. So I'm really excited to see what comes of that. Uh, but they were very clear that the people that are involved in the summit aren't going to be able to talk about what they saw. They'll be able to talk about their mood regarding it, but they can't really talk about the actual content. And did beg us as fans not... To, to depress them into that, uh, that, that headspace, okay? So with that said, uh, the power gains. Now, when we went from, you know, vanilla Destiny 2 to uh, Curse of Osiris, we got a 30, a 30 up, basically, on, on your soft cap, you know, without mods, so we went from 300 to 330. Well, now we're going from 330 to fucking 380, which is like, what? Which is okay. And what they're doing is they're making the grind from 370 to 380 uh, roughly equivalent, their words, not mine, to the grind from 330 to 370, trying to bring more meaningful 
experiences to the level grind. And I think it's a really smart move on Bungie's part, without a doubt. Uh, at, at first, I was a little bit mad about it, to be honest. My instinct was like, what? Why would you make it take longer as a means to make it more meaningful? But I thought about it, and I thought about the fact that um, that's how it used to be. It used to take a long time, and you felt like you accomplished something. Um, and it gave you a reason to play. Like, well, those are the things people are asking for. They're asking for a grind, and they're finally getting one. So cool, you know. Um, with that said, though, I feel like there's more to it. And I said, all right, let me read this again. So what they're doing is they're making it so that end game activities in particular, Nightfall's raids, give a lot more in terms of the, like, like 15 above your highest possible. That's good. Uh, it's a little higher than we're getting now. I think we're getting about 10 more uh, than our max with that, just to give you some perspective. And then your clan engrams are now going to give around two to five more than your current highest. All right. So, and then everything else in terms of milestones will fall somewhere in the middle, like the five to 10 range, probably. They didn't give that number, but they said in between. So that's what I would guess. And at first I was like, ah, but I realized I'm like, well, that's how they're controlling the scale. That's how they're controlling the speed of it. So I was like, why are you doing this? But it also encourages people to get into end game activities. In other words, there was no reason for people to do the raid before. Um, not really. They didn't have to. Um, and I feel like a lot of the best raiders that I ran into in Destiny 1, I got them because they had to do the raid in order to progress. They would not normally want to do the raid but they needed to do it to progress either for a grimoire thing, a trophy, or gear progression. Something that has been lost in Destiny 2. You don't have to do it. And I, I definitely applauded initially with Destiny 2 that you didn't have to do the raid. Because I have some friends, namely like Beard Grizzly, just doesn't like to raid. Um, not having to do that and be able to get max level. But that took away some of the prestige of being max level in the first place. It's supposed to be a special thing, like, you know, become legend, not become as powerful as everybody else. It's not the tagline. So, in my, you know, my view, this is, um, it's a good switch. I'm curious to see how it will play, how long it will take. People are going to find ways to really uh, exploit this system like they have every other one, and I'm curious what those are going to be to be 100% honest with you. Uh, but I do feel like it's going to be a, a way to get these things to feel more like there's a reason to play. Less less about checking off those boxes on the milestones and more about really hoping to get something. But it's also going to create some really um, deeply passionate responses to the RNG. You know, Rahul's going to be a real bad guy again. Because they did say they're lowering exotic engram farming uh, possibilities as part of this. Because exotic engrams themselves are only going to give around that 5 to 10. They're not going to be as huge boost the way they used to be. So they're not lessening how many you get. They're lessening how important they are in terms of your light level. Which I think is smart. They could easily have just left them alone in terms of power level and then lessen the amount you get. But I, I, I think this is a smarter move because it means that you can get rained exotics um, 
without feeling like you're missing out on anything and still have them be meaningful, but not feel like it's just kind of a, uh, like it's too easy. Like it's bringing the challenge back to leveling and then combine that with what has been done with regard to um, the power metric and how that feels where something has to be 50 levels above you in order for it to produce that question mark. And now that makes sense, you know, because as soon as we walk in the door uh, on May 8th, there's going to be these, you know, 380 things in the environment we're not going to be able to touch. You know, and then once you hit 370, they won't be so bad, but 380 is going to feel really powerful. So I, I really believe that it's a step in the right direction. And it's all numbers on paper right now. But based on what I've read, it it sounds like it's going to feel really good. And I'm looking forward to that, uh, you know, that reason to play. To where it's not going to be, hey, why are you playing? Like, I have a reason to. I've got stuff to chase after. I've got weapons I want to use. I've got gear I'm going after. I've got numbers to attain. And that's not even counting all the other stuff that we don't know about yet. We don't know what this raid layer is going to be. And that's the other thing, too. When they talk about raids uh, in endgame content, right, we're going to have three of them now that we can run each week that matter, plus Nightfalls. That's four chances to get the truly high-end gear each week. And if you know anything about raiding, and even if you have a dedicated team, that's a a chunk of... um, of a time investment there. And that's a good thing. That means that you've got reasons to play that are meaningful that you can spread out over the week if you so choose. Um, you know, And then you've got everything else on top of it. Like, it's going to be a lot of fun. I really feel like we're getting somewhere. And Trials also is going to have that higher-end gear because it is considered an end-game activity. Plus, we're getting other activities they haven't told us about yet. At least one, from what I understand. Um, but I feel like... This is these are huge steps in the direction of making the game more playable, more replayable and more challenging and more rewarding. Tell me what you think when you've uh had a chance to read the this week of Bungie a day early or a day late depending on when you hear this. Uh but my name is Grindhead Jim. Destiny's not dead and I hope you aren't either. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Cheers. <laughs>